0: this week um is what, do you prepare for all the teams on that side of the bracket yeah. or how do you yeah do so I have files on all the teams on our side so um you know Vegas is saying that St. Mary's should we should be who we play on Monday but we've, we've kind of considered uh you know Pepperdine a lot we just came off that game so they're really familiar to us and we played Santa Clara real really recently so we're you know, we kind of approach this week trying to knock out uh, things that those crews have in common and anything really anomalous that makes it unique that we need to prepare for live, because we won't have any live preparation after we find out who we're going to play. And um, so, you know, it's it's league. Everybody knows everybody, so there's not going to be any huge surprises. And so, but we're taking all those guys into account as we prepare. How do you? without playing a game for over a week? How do you keep these guys engaged? How do you play? Well, I'm really fortunate because I got veteran guys, right, and so um, they have, you know, we've had a lot of weird schedule this this year. You know, the first three weeks were so congested because we had so many games, and then we had that kind of stretch in December where we just played once every week for three weeks. Actually, the guys played some of their best basketball during that time, which gives us some confidence. Um, and then we, you know, we have the weird thing here about being off for, You know, for eight days, and the eighth day, we're not even going to step on the court, and then we're going to play on the ninth ninth day. But um, that is, you know, that's why you embrace all the different situations. Uh, These guys have done a great job, um, you know, rewriting the script every time where, you know, we've had weird scheduling things or tough challenges personnel wise or, or, uh, you know, or or taking an L or whatever, these guys have always been able to say, "Hey, whatever happened, we are going to, or whatever we're facing, we're going to actually, we're going to actually write the story so that it was a, such a gift to us." And th- they'll do the same with this. That's that's what they've done all season. In years past, you've probably had to at least get to the championship game or win the whole thing to uh, to get a bit of the big dance. Do you think the guys can play a little looser down in Vegas, knowing that? Uh, you know, their NCAA tournament hopes. So I'm not saying they're yeah. locked or anything, but yeah. they're, they're more secure. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, we haven't functioned that way all year long. We haven't functioned past Monday all year long, right? It's um, And I, I know that's a, it's such a sporting cliche, but that's genuinely um, – we've really, really fought hard to to – just take the one thing that's ahead of us, right? Even as a staff, or the, you know, with our Thursday games, we have a pending Saturday game. We, 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 we force ourselves to talk, talk, stop talking about Saturday on Monday morning. We have our last meeting Monday morning where we even consider Saturday and then we're fully on Thursday right so and our team has done a really nice job with that so I I mean I don't really know how to answer that very well we just know that Monday is the biggest game we've ever played uh and just like last Saturday was the biggest game before that that we've ever played and I've kind of repeated that all season because we're fighting really hard to stay in that mind frame and um and that's what our guys are thinking about. Clearly, they understand that you know we have a you know that we're in a pretty good position right now. But that's just in the background uh, kind of noise. Like this team is, I think they felt the success that you can have when you focus a hundred percent on the next game. And so I think they're getting more, more and more committed to living there. Hopefully, we'll see. But that's where we should be. Team is different. It, it, there's a lot of excitement on campus about this team. Uh, the Rockets provide more tickets for people okay. to come and watch the game in yep. Vegas. What is it that makes this team so different and so exciting, especially coming in this week? Well, I, I don't know what makes it different. I, I know what makes it special, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I can't really have an educated commentary on how it's different, but but um, I do know that this group, uh, like we're all witnessing the same thing. You know, we're witnessing one of the one of the really special teams in sports right now where every single day guys are fighting to put away their own agendas to compete for each other. And we keep echoing that uh, every day too, but it's true. I had a guy in my office for half an hour before practice that is just torn up about the fact that his numbers might not be where they're supposed to be for him to kind of be on the path that he was hoping to be on for his future. And we had the conversation again for the hundredth time Uh, with this player for the 15th time this year and and with all our players several hundred times. And it is an everyday commitment. And I think people, I think you see it. I think you feel it. I, I mean, I don't know if people would recognize it and put it in those words, but I think when you watch a team where guys are just working so hard to do whatever they can to help the team and they're willing to sacrifice their own agendas, I think you just feel it. And um, and so I think that's one thing. And I think we have unbelievable stories on this team. I think um, as people have gotten to know Yoli even better this year, clearly than they've ever known him before, and as people have been reacquainted with Jake Toulson and seen, witnessed, you know, his story and how he's done it, and as people have fallen in love with Dalton and, and Zach, clearly how can you not fall in love with him if you're a fan and you watch him, and, and as people watch T.J. Hawes, Put together a spectacular season. I mean, there's not a single BYU fan that doesn't expect that TJ Haas is going to hit another game winner. Or like when we come down to that moment, everybody's be like, "I know TJ is going to come through for us." Like that's that's a relationship that you build with a, as a fan with with a team and players, and I, I think that breeds excitement. And of course, you know the guys, the winning streak and the ranking and all that stuff. Is, is all? It's actually a byproduct of those things that you're really attracted to. I think as a fan, that really binds you to a team. And this is a special group, man. I feel the same way as fans do, right? Like I, I get to step on the floor and in the locker room every day. We had a long, kind of intense locker room deal today, and and um and I feel just so blessed to be able to be with these guys as they as they try and work through this. So it's fun. Do you have an update on Dalton? Yeah, so he is um where where he's getting close. I don't think there's really a chance he's going to be able to play on Monday. Um but if we can if we can win some games, I think there's maybe a chance he's alive, you know, the week after. I don't know any of that for sure, but that's, that's kind of what I'm hoping for and and, you know, and we'll just kind of see like he's been working really hard on the bike. He can only bike on the bike with his heels. He can't really do any flexing right now. He's been in the pool relentlessly and, um, and so he's working as hard as he can to kind of get back and, and we're super hopeful. Even though you're fully focused on Monday, are you the kind of guy that will, if the TV's on? duck into a game, get a bit of a vibe of the postseason feel right now with tournaments and other games going around. Yeah, I mean you can't help but like feel it, but I'm actually not. You know, I I don't think I'll watch a full game of anybody, but you know the teams that you know we have, we have plenty of work to do on the potentially you know f- five teams we could play. So, um, so I, I won't sit down and watch a full game. I'll spend most time film of of the games we could play, and also you know we're spending a lot of time right now on our guys on how we can kind of tweak things to give it a little a little different look or or take advantage of the ways that teams have kind of settled in on trying to guard us in different situations and maybe figure something out there and spend a lot of time on you know our individual guys you know like Gav you know I think Gav has a chance to take a step forward and making sure all our guys are right and so i 'm spending more time with that, but you can 't help but get a you know you can 't help but feel the juice of march i mean this is what we live for right this is um, you know you just it, it's it is Christmas every single day for six weeks if you do it right and um, except it 's so much more exhausting than Christmas right. Like you, if you do it right, also you just when, it, when it's all said and done, when you're finished, you'll just have nothing in the tank. You'll look at if my guys do this right, then then when you guys see them a day after uh, we're done, they'll just be they'll be blank faced and empty. And if you can do that, then then if you can if you can push yourself that hard and be that disciplined, then regardless of the outcome. Uh, from that day of blankness where you have no emotion and, and no no capital left to expend for the rest of your life. It'll just get sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. And so that's what we're pushing for. And, you know, very few players and very few teams get to experience that, but that's what we're trying. you growing your hair up? Mm. I don't know. I was thinking about trying to grow a mustache. But I don't think that's going to go over very well problem is, if I grow my hair out, I have to actually look in the mirror, and I, t- I try not to do that at all costs. <laughs> Steve hasn't won a WCC tournament, especially the way last year's ended. I know you weren't here, yeah. but is there a sense of uh, you know not necessarily redemption, but uh, you know, get over the hump there? Um, you know, maybe there will be. A, hopefully, there will be a, a sense of that on Monday night at like ten thirty. Like, I really hope that we get to have a chance to focus on that, but. You know, we have to. Whoever it is that we're playing Saturday or Monday night is going to be—it's going to be just a monster. It's going to take everything we have. So, I hope we get to have that conversation where we're actually involved, engaged in the game. It would give us a chance to do that. But we're not spending a lot of time thinking about that. We just. We have to find a way to, you know, what I'm thinking about is all the things that you guys are concerned about is this time off and this long winning streak and these veteran guys and all the publicity we're getting and all the 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 normal human being uh, response to all that is to like kind of lose your edge and kind of start to get distracted and kind of start to have your own agenda and, and not to be, you know, have the desperate urgency that you might have coming right off a loss, right, which sometimes can be such a gift. And so where all of our focus is right now is how can we recapture that. That's what every team in America is trying to focus on, and that's not an easy task. I mean, you see it every day now. Um, you know, uh, you saw it in the first round of the Mountain West Conference tournament, right? It's just sometimes it's, it can be really elusive to get yourself – oh, right? Um, and so we're, we're, just, we're just all of our energy is trying to figure out how to help ourselves get there. Mark, you've mentioned veteran guys, the commitment from this team, list goes on, but what is it for you as a head coach that you are most confident in right now? My guys. Um, you know, I live, I live in constant, like, paranoid fear, right? It's probably what coaching does to you. And, um, cause you, cause you've gone through all the, when it, you know, you've experienced every way that things can go wrong. Right. And, and, and they stay with you and haunt you. And so you're trying to stay ahead of that all the time. It's like, um, it's like being on the watchtower, right? Where your job is just trying to try see ahead to try and like, you know, cover the potholes before you get there or, or avert the, you know, the, the troubles, you know, whatever. And, and, um, and you know, I've been s- unbelievably fortunate this year where I've scrambled and scrambled to do that and these guys t- keep telling me you don't need to do that we got this it makes my job really easy and so I got a lot of faith in these guys and they've earned it you know they've earned it and that's not um that doesn't mean that we're uh, getting complacent or taking these for granted it just means that that I really believe that if 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 as a staff we do our work as diligently, diligently as we can and use everything that we have every arrow in our quiver um, that our guys actually will be there, right with us, and respond. And so, how blessed are we, right, as fans and as a coaching staff, to believe in these guys? Because I do. I know I talked to you last week, and you said that the individual votes didn't mean much to you. you said that people remember those. But what was your reaction to your guys being all the VCC first? Um, not surprised. I mean, I, I don't think it was a. I don't think it was a complicated um, vote. Uh, you know, um, and really happy for them. I mean, they clearly earned it and deserve it. And and um, you know, if 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 we were, you know, if, if coaches were designing this voting too, you know, there's there's really very little chance that Zach and Dalt and AB would not have been recognized also in another category, right, um, for what they've done. And and um, but you know, it's. Uh, um, you know, I was really blessed to receive a lot of individual awards as a player. And you know where those awards are? Anybody know where they are? They're Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because you know what? They just don't matter. Like, they might matter for a day. But but you guys asked me about... Um, about what my teams were able to accomplish. I could probably tell you every single detail of every single game, every single moment our guys sacrificed for each other and fought for each other and and, and made plays for each other and rose up in in impossible situations and did something extraordinary. And the way buildings felt, I could tell you in detail every single building I played in and competed in. And, um, you know, and and that's, you know, that is... um, it just is the truth I think every athlete could relate to that and and um, and every person could relate to that if you look back at the category of the successes and the shortcomings you had in your life and so um, you know uh, so that's what I think about this and, and you know if I, I'm a hundred percent positive if every guy on my team could have could have chosen between where they are right now or Each guy on my team being the player of the year in the conference and just having an average pedestrian year without fail, without pause, without exception, they would be like, are you kidding? Like, what we're doing with our brothers right now is so special. We wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. How would you describe the whole journey that you always been on this past year, from coming back to the suspension, the injury, and this all that he's accomplished? I I, I hope one of you guys will write a book, right? Because it's 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 that full, right? you know you, you you i mean his story is just um i mean there's so many stories like how fun is this i think it's got to be fun for you guys cuz there's so many stories that are just like it's almost like you don't really believe it right um you know we had uh these deep blues you guys see these deep blues they're just amazing and yoli child's deep blue like especially the first 2 minutes of it were just so unbelievable um, one of the things we don't talk about very much is his relationship with his mom and you know how he spent his childhood and the things they had to overcome together and where they had to do it and how they had to do it so you just add that to the saga and then you add his first three years here and and then I mean you could write a book just on this season really of what he's went through and how he's responded because he's had these extraordinary moments I mean you know when he said he was back at that press conference it captured everybody right and then there's two months later Greg maybe 10 weeks later saying I'm back but I'm not going to be back for a while and he's just um he's an extraordinary young man and um I don't think they roll through that often but he's really special so we've all been really blessed and 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 we just got to keep winning so we don't have to you know so so that doesn't have to be over